Welcome to another Saint of the Day Mental Prayer for July 7th. Today's saint is Blessed Peter Toe Rote. And this is quite a long um, episode of Saint of the Day Mental Prayer because Peter's story is <clears throat> very complicated and you need all the background information to understand why he was um, raised to the state of blessed by the Catholic Church. So uh, be prepared for quite a long video. Before we begin, make sure you hit the like and the share button. It helps me so much and it is absolutely free. I'm also providing a money back guarantee. So don't be afraid to hit the like and the share. It'll really help me out and it'll help others find these videos. As always, we start with our enlightenment prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. Peter Torot was born in 1912 in Rakunai, a village near Rabau, the capital of New Britain. Uh, now, a quick aside, there is a New Britain in, um, I think it's Pennsylvania, but the New Britain I'm talking about is near Papua New Guinea. So if you want to look it up on the map, the place that um, country is still actually called New Britain. So check it out. All right. Back to the story. Torot's father was Angelo Tohuia, a respected chief and local leader, and his mother was Maria Ja Tumul. Peter was the third of six children. There was an older brother and sister, Joseph and Therese, a younger brother, Gabriel, and the two youngest, a boy and a girl. Who died in childhood. At school, Peter showed himself a quick and able student. His teachers noted that his journal of activities of the previous day always included morning and evening prayer. Peter served mass, participated in sports, helped at home with daily chores. What stood out, though, was his leadership among the boys. Even though he was the chief's son, he was neither arrogant nor bossy. When Peter was 18, the parish priest asked if he could become a priest. His father didn't let Peter become a priest. However, he did agree that he could become a catechist. In the fall of 1930, Peter went to study at the catechist school in Talilic Gap. Torot returned to Rakunai and at 21 years of age became the youngest catechist. His main work was teaching in the parish school, but he also visited and prayed with the sick. People liked him because he was even tempered, never moody, calm, and kind. He defended the church and its teachings, engaging anyone in conversation about religion. People soon learned that he practiced what he preached. In January of 1942, the World War II came to Rabaul. After dropping bombs on people who had never even seen airplanes before, the Japanese landed in Rabaul. The soldiers sent all the missionaries to the prison camp at Vunapop. When Father Laufer left, he shook hands with Peter and said, Torot, I am leaving all my work here in your hands. Look after these people well. Help them so that they don't forget about God. 
Totoro willingly took on this work even though he was afraid. He knew that God would be with him. He visited the sick, prayed with those who were dying, and prepared them to meet Jesus. He held classes for both children and adults. He helped them all to remain loyal to the teachings of Jesus. To those who were frightened by the events of the war, Toro would encourage them, saying, This is a very bad time for us, and we are all afraid. But God, our Father, is with us and looking after us. We must pray and ask him to stay with us always. Early on, the Japanese paid no attention to the people's prayer and Sunday worship. But when they started losing the war, they feared that the people's God was against them. They called in the village leaders and commanded them, You people must not pray to your God. You cannot meet on Sundays for service, and you must not pray in the villages either. Anyone who disobeys this law will go to jail. Peter Toro, who, who spoke up, said, the Japanese cannot stop us from loving God and obeying his laws. We must be strong and we must refuse to give in to them. And so he continued to teach the people and gather them for prayer. Some of the local young men who worked as spies for the Japanese reported these happenings. The Japanese authorities arrested Toro. They searched the caves where he held prayer services and searched his home as well as the house of his two brothers, Tatamai and Tilo. They confiscated Toro's books. He had a Bible, a catechism, a songbook, some notebooks, and two crucifixes. From Tatami's house, they took a raincoat, and in Tilo's suitcases, they found an Australian bank book. All three brothers were arrested. One day, while in jail, Peter asked his wife Paula to bring his shaving kit, a white lap lap, which is a large loincloth, his rosary, and his catechist cross. When Paula noticed that Peter ate very little, she became anxious and upset. Dorote calmed her and said that it was his duty to die for his people and for the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The family stayed together for a long time until Peter urged her to take the children and go home. Later in the day, when his mother came to visit, Torote told her that the police were having a Japanese doctor come to give him some medicine, but he added, I don't know what that means. Perhaps it is a lie. After all, I am not ill. Late in the afternoon, Torote bathed, shaved, and put on his new lap lap. He stood at the door of the prison hut and prayed. Around seven in the evening, all the prisoners, except Torote, were taken to a nearby farm for a party. They were surprised since this had never happened before. At about 10 o'clock, the Japanese guard told them to go to sleep. Not returning to the prison for the night was also very unusual. Because security was very light, three prisoners crept back to the prison in the darkness. There, they found Peter Toro dead on the porch of the prison house. They knew he had been murdered, but fearing for their own lives, they hid and said nothing. Peter Toro was given a chief's burial at the new cemetery next to the church where he had ministered. Even though many people came, the funeral was held in silence, fearing what the Japanese might do if the people prayed aloud and in public. From that day on, he was revered as a martyr for his faith. And here's a quick recap. Blessed Peter Toro prayed every day, taught the catechism, was a leader during wartime, and was murdered for his faith. And I normally do about two minutes for the reflection and two minutes um, 
so it, usually it takes about four or five minutes to reflect on this since Peter Torote's story needed so much context and background I'm just going to do two minutes here of reflecting on his life uh, short to shorten it a little bit so based on blessed Peter Torote's life how can you live holier based on his example? a quick recap of Peter's life. He prayed every day, taught the catechism, was a leader during wartime, and he was murdered for his faith. How can you live holier based on blessed Peter Torod's life and example? Alright, moving on to our Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou and thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. And our resolution, the most important part of mental prayer, the thing that makes it so much more beneficial than any other kind of prayer, is the fact that we are not only praying, we're not only meditating on some spiritual subject, but we are also resolving to change our lives by avoiding sin. So based on this reflection, you should resolve to avoid every sin you can through the power of our blessed Lord and the help of your guardian angel. However, you should especially resolve to avoid one of the seven deadly sins, which are as follows, lust, envy, gluttony, greed, wrath, pride, and sloth. Now for our resolution and prayer. My God, I offer thee these resolutions, unless thou deignest to bless them, I cannot be faithful to them. And Lord Jesus Christ, at midday you mounted the cross for our salvation. Give us your light, which will bring us to eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, and share. Follow me on social media at ShalomeCason1. Also, go to sdkason.com for daily prayers and quotes. You can support me at donate.sdkason.com or you can browse my products and prayer books over at the website. Until next time, stay holy, my friends.